This is a Grouse House podcast. It's legitimately been too long since we've last spoken. I missed you so much. How have you been since Wednesday? We've got around 21 of football coming up, and it is going to rock your scrots. Bounce that pill. Happy 4th of August. We're four days into August, and the weather has been incredible. Mm. Have you been outside? No, not much. Tom, do yourself a favour, and this is a message to you as well. Take a moment and go outside and take it in. The weather this week has been incredible. Mm. Oh, and it's, you know, it's the, it's Friday now, and today I'm looking at the weather for tomorrow. Okay. Oh, and the weather today as our audience wakes up and looks out the window, it's a beautiful raining <laughs> Mm. There's a chance of nine millimetres of rain tomorrow. Yeah, that's a decent amount. That's a huge amount of... That's like flooding. Yeah, my friend was telling me today that um, we, we're going to have a lot of flooding. Really? Like all our estuaries are full and all our dams are full and stuff. We're going to have flooding in, in um, September. Well, you know what I say to that? What? Good for the plants. Yeah. And bad for Melbourne's finals. Yeah. Very bad <laughs> because we can't play in the wet. What did you do this week? I've been doing a lot of studio time, so a lot of dark black boxing um, time. You're doing the composition for the... If some people may know the comedy duo, uh, their brothers from rural Adelaide, the Fairbarns. Yep, doing some Fairbarns stuff. We produced a, a web series for them mm. with Screen Australia and you're composing all of the music. Yeah, correct. And um, how's it going? It's good. It's fun. Love working with Lucky and Henry. Um, Henry Stone from Skills in Time. You may know him as Jados. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, um, directing, assisting, or whatever it's called, uh, helping out with some directing stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Great. What have I been doing? Yeah, what have you been doing? You've been going to the gym? I watched Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Is that the one with Tom Cruise and Emily? Blunt. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it last night. I love that film. It's re- I thought it was just going to be another bullshit sci-fi. No. It's really, really good. It's, I've watched it four or five times. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was a, And I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes. It's like a 90, 91% yeah. situation. It was one of those ones I watched for the first time and I was like, oh, that was good. And then like six months later, I was like, I want to watch that movie again. Yeah. And then I've watched it like once a year since then. The Groundhog Day model mm. is um, you can't overdo it. No. I mean, you, you can overdo it. Totally. You totally. mustn't overdo it, I mean. Yeah. And that's a reimagining of that model. Mm. Really, it was great. Yeah, there's a part in the movie when it starts to drag around the halfway. Oh, yeah. And that's the only weak bit once you get into that Is it the bit with the Australian guy in it, with the science man? I don't remember that bit. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I I love it. I was was very impressed. Yeah. But that's enough not footy talk because Mm. it was a huge week in footy. And we have to start with... The most important thing, and mm. that is the vindication of Broden Kelly. All right, what's happened? Tom, what have I been saying for six months now? Oh, something about Hungry Jack's chips. No, I've talked about Tom, eating hats. Tom, I don't, I don't talk about Hungry Jack's chips at all. <laughs> I've been saying that I would eat a hat yeah. if Damien Hardwick mm. is not the coach of Gold Coast by the end of the year. I said yeah. October to yeah. be safe. Yeah, you did, yeah. As we sit here, mm. the CEO of Gold Coast Suns, the team you go for, the yeah. Gold Coast Suns, they are the second team of Queensland. Mm. They have, to this point, not played finals in a decade, over a decade of playing AFL. They're 12 years into existence. Yeah. They're 12. They're going into, if they were a child, they'd be going into year seven. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, they 
the CEO of Gold Coast has flown to Italy, not for La Porchetta. <laughs> He's gone there to see Damien Hardwick, who is on holidays in some small... Put some Italian music. Okay. He's put us on... He's He's gone to a small rural Italiano town yeah. to meet with Damien Hardwick, to sit down and reports from Channel 9, reports from Fox Footy, 7 AFL, all of them, SEN, Smooth FM, mm. they're all reporting that the CEO is not leaving without a signature for a five-year contract from Damien Hardwick. Mm. Now, that's exciting news for Gold Coast, and we can get to that, but the main headline is Broden, how does he get the scoops? Yeah. And what our audience, I've seen, I've just seen the DMs flying in. They've been flying mm. at me like the, on the beaches of Saving Private Ryan. Just questions, questions, questions. Sure. And I've got the white noise thing going. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, so many questions. And I know that the audience are tuning in to listen to what Broden has to say. What's sure. Broden's response? He was right. He's been vindicated. And I was like, people were going to want to ask questions. And I was like, is Tom prepared for that? Have mm. you prepared questions for me? No, none. No. Disappointing. So what I've done is I've written down some questions for you to ask me. Okay. All right. So there's two pages there. All right. Oh, you want me to read them in order too? Yes. Okay. Just don't turn the page yet. Okay. Don't just read them one by one. Live in the moment. Okay. There you go. Tom, um, I'm, ha- I'm now going to field questions. Keep the Italian music going. Yeah, I figured. Tom, field. I'm ready to field questions about how I broke Damien Hardwick going to Gold Coast. Broden Kelly. Yes. How do you so deftly look into the psyche of AFL culture and have such a clear vision of what's to come? Oh, that's really nice. Thank you, Tom. Um, look, I just love the sport and mm. I have an eye... I have an eye for the things that are happening. Yeah. I had a feeling something was going on. I went with my gut and look, it's right. Yeah. Uh, But thank you for those lovely words. Okay. How come nobody else in AFL media is as insightful or as impressive as you? Well, I think it's a I think it's a barren wasteland of media Mm. and I think they're stuck in their old ways and they were looking for a very special bald pale sketch comedian to come in and sort of change the landscape mm. and what we've discovered with hot scoops like this Damien Hardwick one is that I was you know that it, that it was was richly needed yeah uh, next one do you want to do any drive-bys while you're talking about the media the current media no landscape? I don't no 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 drive-bys <laughs> I won't be doing that next question I just think... stick to the questions Tom <laughs> okay okay I think all AFL media should be removed apart from your opinions and takes Broden Oh, Tom, well, that's not really a question, firstly. It's a statement. Yeah, but, uh, okay, that's your opinion. Yeah. Um, look, I think there's lots of cool people out there making great media and content, and, you know, and that's your opinion. You can stick to it. Yeah. What else you got there? Do you have the lottery numbers ruffle copter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny joke, Tom. Yeah. What other questions you got? Hey, you were so right about Hungry Jack's chips. I'm so silly. Hungry Jack's are the best chips. I'm going to give you $50. Oh, thanks, Tom. That's really <laughs> That's nice. That's unlikely. Uh, Do you want me to read any other notes from your no- private notebook? We can go through the other notebook. This is my taking notes for the TV show. What have I got here? <laughs> uh, treat the whole thing like kids' show. Oh, that's a fun idea. We did that with the, with the play school bit. And could, be, could, six. could be. Could yep. be. When am I? Accent question mark. Door number one. No that's, idea what that is. Good stuff. A run to friends in here. 
Don't know what that was. Insightful stuff. Incredible notes that I'll always understand what they mean. Yeah. Tom, are you excited about Dimmer? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, To be completely honest, I'm a little bit numb to it. It feels like so crazy and surreal, but also a fact now. You know what I mean? Like When you say you feel numb, mm. do you feel numb like um, Linkin Park numb? A little bit. Or comfortably numb by... Is that Pink Floyd? Yeah, yeah Pink Floyd. Well, that's my favourite Pink Floyd song. It's about f***ing shooting H in your veins. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Numb is about probably about sadness and depression. Yeah. This is most Linkin Park. But with rap, Tom, you're numb to it. Why? It's sort of exciting, but we already knew. It's like when the news comes to pass, we already knew. And at best case scenario... Oh, no, you don't have to rap. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can. Do you want to rap? No, I don't want to rap. Best case scenario, you won't join the club until October. You know what I mean? So it's almost like exciting, but it's so far in the future. Yeah. And also exciting, but we already knew this now, you know? So it's like, okay, let's let's just calm our farm. Yes. Let's see what happens in October. Can I tell you a really sad story? Oh, yeah, sure. When I was, the year would have been, or oh, might have been like 2013, mm. maybe 2012. Mm. Um, I won't be able to look. I, I, there's ways to find this out. But I didn't have a lot going on. Yeah, I remember what years. This I, was when you were addicted to Malibu. No. No, Tom. This is after that. Yeah, sure. Well, I used to do a, a kids touring show and I was, and I was in a bus and I was drink Malibu in the bus. <laughs> um, but it was coconutty and rummy. Yeah, I love it. I got into it after you did. It's remember? delicious. Oh, oh. I, should we, should have, we should have some Malibu. I dressed up as Santa and drank two bottles one night. Oh, my God. Yeah. To cry for help. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's the year is 2012-ish. Yeah. I'm not doing much. Mm. I'm a year or two out of uni. Not a lot of jobs. Trying to start this comedy group, but yeah. you know, it's slow, slowly but surely. I Melbourne's very bad. Yeah. Totally. But there's murmurs of Paul Ruse. Mm. Paul Ruse, and they start very slowly. They start like we'd like him. Yeah. He's on the mark, you know. But and then I would sit in bed every day listening to Kevin Bartlett on SEN mm. waiting for the news to break and then murmurs started to happen maybe it's going to happen and I would get more and more engaged and I would listen to Kevin Bartlett from 9am through to midday yeah. in bed doing nothing waiting for him to say they're announcing a press conference sure, sure. and it finally came one day I remember Kevin Bartlett reading out a press conference Melbourne will be holding a press conference at 11am this yeah. morning to announce the new head coach Paul Ruse. And I was just like, this is the most incredible thing. I had nothing else going on in my yeah. life. All I cared about was who was going to be our next head coach. So, so I'm not really at that point. No, you have a child and a house and stuff. Yeah, like I'm excited for it, but it's so long <laughs> off, you know, it's all good, you know. Would you consider throwing out your whole life and sort of sitting around listening to Kevin Bartlett, even though he's not on the radio? So you'd need to find Kevin Bartlett. Yeah. You'd need to just find the man and sort of just wait for him to tell you that Damien Hardwick's your coach. I don't think I would do that. Paul Connors is his manager, and he's mm -hmm. also Noah Anderson and a bunch of other. All right, cool. There's a lot of lot of. What you learn in these moments is that like shit happens, mm. it's all done, yeah. and we hear nothing about it. Totally, 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 totally. Um, there was a mailbag about that actually. Really? Yeah, I'll just recount it off the top of my head. I don't remember who it is, but they were saying he was. Oh yeah, go on. They they live in Queensland, and they I have a friend who works at Brisbane, and they were saying Luke Hodge was done at like round ten. Yeah. Yeah, like even though it was like 
he said he was going to retire at the end, remember? And then he came out of retirement to join Brisbane. He's like, nah. Round 10 that year, he was coming to Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? Very interesting. The next thing I want to talk about mm. is hot, saucy beef. And I'm not talking about a delicious China bar meal, hot, sizzling like beef. Like a Sichuan beef. Language. Um, English language, not Chinese or Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to read... The, I'm going to read... I'm going to rip some from... This is bad to do. Okay. Because they're a shit news uh, uh, website. All right. Daily Mail, right? Oh, yeah. They're shit. They're bad. Yeah, they're not good. But I'm going to... They've got the top line of what I'm trying to say. There is a hot roasty beef Mm -hmm. between our boy Robbo and our boy Gary Lyon. Yeah, okay. All right? It all started last Friday night in the great upset between Carlton and Collingwood. Yeah. Here's what, ha- here's what went down. AFL legend Gary Lyon has blasted journalist Mark Robinson in a war of words over Demons Great's comments on Charlie Kerno. Robinson was stunned after Lyon referenced a 10-goal haul from his playing days while covering Kerno's six majors. So he was upset. Friday night, Charlie Kerno kicked six goals and looked every ounce. This is from Mark Robinson's article sure. for Herald Sun. Yeah. Six goals and looked every ounce the most exciting and dominant forward in the game. And what does Gary Lyon slip commentary into commentary on Fox Footy? His own 10 goals he once kicked in a final. Right? Yeah. So he got upset in his news article that right. Gary Lyon made it about him. Was this on Triple M or SEN or on the TV? Fox Footy, this would have been uh, like after the game. So right. they got their, like their, their review of the game. Okay. He upset that Gary Lyon mentioned that he kicked 10 goals. Okay, sure. And then in the article he wrote, Robo wrote, it should have been all about Kerno, especially so immediately after the game, right? Yeah. Monday, Tuesday morning, Gary yeah. Lyon gets on SEN Breakfast. Yeah. They call it the rabbit hole in a podcast world. Okay, great. He says, it's one of the more embarrassing things I've seen written by a journalist. <laughs> of all the great things that happened on our coverage of Charlie Kerno because at 10.50pm I've made a little joke about back when we were playing. Mark Robinson thinks that that's one of the worst things that's happened. Let's put some facts on the table. We took Charlie Kerno's interview with Channel 7. We played Charlie Kerno's acceptance speech. We came in and showed highlight packages after the highlight thing and then the producer said, who do you want to speak to? And I said, Charlie Kerno. It keeps going on. Then he said, he'd just done Channel 7. Charlie, Charlie's a man. Charlie's a man. Um... And then he goes on to go Robbo. This is so-called senior journalist who is letting his personal feelings get in the way of his professional integrity. And it is embarrassing that the paper would let it go to print like that. It's a reflection on him and and his waning credibility. I'm sorry, it's just embarrassing. Mm. Tom, shots fired. Yeah. I, um, I think I'm with Gary on this one, to be honest. <laughs> like, come on, Robbo. That's part of the shtick. I'm anti the shtick. Yep. But that is part of the shtick that they all do. Yeah, they all go. John O'Brown drops it in. The they old all boy do goes, oh, it. Oh, gee, sure, 10 goals. Might be my 10 goals. And then Bob Brownie or, you know, a Nick Buck, uh, Nicky Buckley, yep. who is from Sale of the Century, yep. Nathan Buckley will go, oh, get stuffed. Exactly. I, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of that boys club energy, but it is part of it and it's been there for as long as we have lived so for Robert to get particularly upset about that who, is, is a bit silly who would win in a in a physical altercation oh Gary by many 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 miles he's got a bad back yeah Robert's but Robert has been in and out of illness yeah. all year and we wish him the best did Robert play football 
Yeah, but in the 70s for yeah. like Bendigo. I assume that any AFL player, even if they're old and a bit battered, that played in like the 80s and 90s is tough as nails. Yes. And has thrown a few punches in their life too. Yes, probably at a Paran pub. Yes. I'm not yeah. saying that's a good thing. But I think Mark Robinson would fight dirty, you know, like, oh, I'm hurt and then pick up a, a ball of dirt and throw it in your face and go, oh, my eyes, and then he'd bite you. Yeah. And he has dogs, you know, yeah, like a John true. Wick, kind of a John Wick scenario. Yeah. I was thinking Gary Lyons probably knocked a few blokes out. Before. Yes, probably. <laughs> he acts really nice, but he's probably got a mean streak in him. From, from all reports, I think he just goes and sits on a farm all weekend. I mean, how good? Yeah, he's from Peninsula, I think. Yeah, well, he's yeah. from up near Echuca. Right. But he lives on a farm now. Yeah, because I think I've heard on SEM that he gets the ferry into work. Oh. Yeah, like the Peninsula Ferry. That'd it takes nice. 20 minutes, apparently, as opposed to like an hour drive. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it's very I'd cool. Love that would be yeah. a really nice thing to do. Yeah. I think he. With, I don't know this. this is, yeah. We're just. We're just. We're not media. We are looking at the media. Yeah. I think he was very hurt by what happened about. What was it like seven years ago now? Mm-hmm. Between his personal relationship with his new partner and his, and Billy Brownless and all that stuff. Oh right. Is is Robo good mate to Billy or something? No, I think at the time a lot of it was covered by Harold Sun in a very you know full on way. And, yeah. And uh, was and um, they clearly friggin hate each other because they're both on Fox Footy. They never cross paths. No, I was going to say, it's so odd. And I was about, I was going to say the same thing. Like, there's clearly off-air beef here. Yeah, I bet they never talk. But yeah. All these old guys never talk. There's one time, there's this one footage on YouTube of Mark Robinson getting really mad about Andy Ma. Have you ever heard that? No, I haven't heard that. That's interesting. Because that, they wouldn't cross much either, I guess, but... Listen to this. This is, I think he's calmed down a little bit, Robbo. Yeah. But this is him in like, I can't, like, this is... 20, I'm going to say 2013, 14. Sure. All right. So this is. This is classic crisis management 101. When you're in trouble. Oh, how so? When you're in trouble, you just do what Essendon's done. You've had nothing but bad news thrown at you for two or three days about the uh, Wangaratta fiasco. What do you do? You get one of your journos who's on side, Robbo. You give him a little story. Not a fair income story just yet because they haven't signed the deal. But you say, Robbo, if you want to go with something, we're very close with Michael Hurley. Any chance you can get that in the paper tomorrow? Lo and behold, Back page, Essendon Sweet. Now, Robbo replies now. That's fair, isn't it? That's probably true. What do you think Robbo says in response? Oh, he couldn't take it personally. I feel like Andy Marr's gone with an opinion and it's probably pretty fair. So what do you reckon he says? Well, I know he'd get offended somehow and, and attack him. Have but, a guess. <laughs> um, you've got no idea how journalism works. Yep, You're great. clueless. Yeah. Okay, great. You are a wanker, Andy <laughs> Mark. You are a wanker, Andy Mark. You are. <laughs> Why? He just goes. <laughs> Robert just likes punching on with everyone. He has those. You know how sometimes you have a mate, and sometimes they just get that look in their eye. Yeah. That anger look like they're just going to go. Yeah. I think he's that. He's a wild card. Yes. Um. Trouble at Fox Footy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. I'd love to know what happened there. And as we get into the last few rounds of the year, hit a sting. We are getting to the point where people are retiring mm. and all the media this week has been all about, we talked about it a little bit, but it was in neither of our predictions for the week. Mm. It was all about Lance Franklin retiring, yep. which is fair because he's considered quite good. I think my favorite player of all time, I think. Is? Yeah. Lance Franklin? Yeah. I thought you were going to say um, Carmichael Hunt. No, no, no. For me, I think... When I think of footy, footy personified, I think of Buddy. Yeah, he was. He's very good. Yeah, he uh, 
you know what's really interesting to me about mm. this week? Is I think he's been talking about how good he is. Yeah. He clearly, you know, probably the best genera- player of this century. Yeah. Um, is He's done no media. Yeah. None. No. I think that was part of the deal of going up to Sydney, I reckon. Yeah. He, I'm the, not doing it. The CEO, Tom Harley, and the... I think he's CEO. And the coach... Mm. front the media on his behalf he's yeah, just totally. gone nah I'm and his wife does as well which I think yeah. is great because she's up for it because she's a supermodel yeah. he refuses to do any media yeah. can, you, can you imagine that he gets paid the most just about yeah totally he he's the most famous AFL player just about yeah refuses to do media it's, and it's, it's yeah. not like he's afraid no because he does the post I was about to say he does the post game chats if he's forced to mm. and it's the same with Dusty when was the last time you saw an interview with Dusty yeah he just does the if he's on the field and he does has kicked three goals in a match, he'll do the post game interview. Otherwise, no. Nah. He's just he's just he's so good that it does not matter. Yeah. And what like it's oh, the people who I remember being the best ever, they're often like this. Totally. totally. And that Tony Lockett was like this, never talked. Yeah. And then Chris Judd, when he was playing, didn't talk, and then got into the media a After, little yeah, a little yeah. bit. Same with Gary Ablett. He was always a man of little words. That's why I think he wasn't a great captain for Gold Coast. Who's the best player? To also be a great talker. I mean, Dangerfield. A lot of people hate him for being a great talker, but he is. Yes. I can listen to a podcast with Danger for an hour. Yeah, he's, I think he talks excellently. But he's, he's pretty high up there, but he was. I think he's been... He was in the discussion for best player ever for, for like a season. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and he didn't... Did he win a Brownlow? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And a flag. Yes. But he is very, very... Did he win a Norm? Who won Norm last year? Not him. <laughs> Not him. I'm, I would. I'm sure it wasn't him because he's been out of form for a couple of seasons. Uh, last year, the Norm Smith medalist was, uh, you know, the one from Hawthorne. One from Hawthorne. Oh, Isaac Smith. Yes. Yeah, he kicked four, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But so, like, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Like, uh... yeah, because a lot that come to mind when I just think awesome players were not great media people. That's why I went to Danger. Do you know who blew my mind when they became a media person? Yeah. Personality. Oh, Nick Del Santo, as soon as he started talking, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's one of my favorites. He's yeah. incredible. Yeah. He's and he's really not really valued, I don't think, by Fox Footy. Like, they put him on this and that. Saints, North. Yeah. A lot of Suns games, actually, he's on. It could be because he's not an ex-Collingwood or a Tigers or, a, or an Essendon or a Carlton. Might be. Yeah. Like, because he was at Saints and North, who yeah. don't have huge fan base. But he just comes, hello, my name's Nick Del Santo, and I'm here to talk about the media in a very thoughtful way. <laughs> yeah. Joey Montagna walked in the same. You're like, Jesus. Yeah, totally. He's, Montagna eventually will be like the best caller in the game, probably. He'll, yeah. he'll just get... Just trying to... Th- Jason Dunstall, I think, is probably the best to ever... Play and then be a media personality. Yeah, totally. To the point where his media performance is so strong that people don't remember how incredible he was. Yeah, totally. He was like an incredible, like not only an incredible goal kicker, but incredibly selfless, a great leader. Mm. But in the media, he plays this like, how do I put up with this lot? <laughs> totally. Kick 1,200 goals, yeah? Yeah. 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 A full freak. Yeah, totally. And Premierships on his all over him. Yeah, all before my time. Yes, that's what I was going to say about Buddy. Is I think I got into footy. I barred for Hawthorne and I got into footy around 2011, yeah. which and, is why. And it's why you start getting this vibe is like why older people are always. Oh, you should have seen this guy yeah, play. Yeah, totally, totally. Is that's what you'll be like 
to kids who are 20 and 10 years old. Yeah, because since my idea of Buddy in 2011 to like 2016, no one has come mm. close to that in my mind. Maybe. You know what I mean? Junior, Gary Ablett Jr. maybe. Totally, but in a different way. Yes. Like uh, Gary would win his own ball in a centre clearance, run to 50 and kick a goal from 50 out. Yeah. That to me is different. So beating Kale Hooker to the ball in the back 50, running 150 yeah. metres and kicking it. It's just different. He's your first, well, oh, kids, you should have seen him. You'll be 100%. your son. You'll be like, oh, was, you should have. I'm going to show you a highlight video. Exactly. Whereas Gary Ablett, people just won't understand. Like, you know, I, yeah. yeah, I think that's a, an opinion. Um, yeah. The other person who is of equal note, Mm-hmm. Even potentially more because he's been on this podcast, our yeah. boy Maxi Lynch. Yeah. So when he came in the other week, he was talking about he was about to front the concussion board. Board. Yeah. Which I, how do you envisage that looking? Well, I listened to him with Waitley today, so I have a great idea of what it is. But what does that room <laughs> look like? I, like a literal panel. Do you remember when we did our VCE drama solos? Yeah. That's how I see it. You come in, you do your transformation of object. Oh, yeah. And I, then there's four people sitting there taking notes. You know, in Game of Thrones, when they go to the bank, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. see it like that, yeah, like this sure. gigantic room. Yeah. And they're up there and then you're asking for concussion feedback. And yeah. they're like, you may not play. Yeah. So he said, yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Because he'd had, he was starting to have, every time he hurt his head, it was the in, the pain and the symptoms were staying longer yeah, and longer. Yeah, longer and potentially getting worse. And potentially, he's not 100% sure, but potentially memory loss and yeah. those sort of issues as well. Which is awful. awful so, stuff. get the hell out of it. The, get out of it. Yeah. I'm so happy for him that he's made peace and that he's retiring and yeah. hopefully he can move on to a great chapter in his life. The AFL's loss yeah. is our gain though. 100%. Because I think we're going to try and get him on regularly to be our football guy. Yeah, because <laughs> he's... on the Because fo- we don't really talk football. No. So we should get him on. Yeah, we should. Like any, Let us know. And he can get us all the gossip and stuff. Yeah. He'd have mates who play. Like yes. Brody Meyercheck. Yes. Brody Meyercheck. <laughs> oh, we could ask Brody Meyercheck to come on. <laughs> we could. That'd be great. So you let us know if you want to hear more of Lynchy because I think you'd like that. Speaking of grabbing someone's dick. Yeah. Dane Zorko mm. uh, at the start of the week was like, oh, yeah. Well, Took Miller, firstly. Sure. Last week, looks like he grabbed... Um, old mate Zorko on the scrot yeah and was upset during the game you can hear him on the microphone that guy grabbed my nuts <laughs> and um, then he was like told everyone he apparently went up to the umpire and was like I want him reported for grabbing my nuts yeah right and they went okay and then nothing was done so then old mate Zorko got on SEN Queensland and said guess you can just grab people's nuts now the AFL's approved that which I love the media I love that yeah. If I, I often think about it, if I was a media performer that is what exactly I would do Hundreds, call them out it's going to cost you money call them out why have they not reported him I don't know I haven't seen the footage was it like he fully grabs him on the balls like you reckon it was um, ill intent there I not think it was deliberate accident. it was deliberate I think it was deliberate right there you go but I'm not playing nor have I ever grabbed anyone's balls. I think I, I'm struggling here because I've, 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 my Nuffy hat's coming on. Yeah, you can, Tuk, oh, give it to me. No, 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 just because Tuke's my... Um, give it to me, Nuff Tom. Tuke's one of my all-time favourites at the Suns and he's one of the only players who actually gives a shit. So, so what's I hap- just want to run in and defend him even though I haven't seen him. So them. what's happened now <laughs> yeah. is the, they're looking at it. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's going to get suspended. Zorko reckons he's... His genitals are bruised oh, right. from well, being grabbed. I hope Tuke didn't mean to, but if he did, and I, I mean, Zorko's a little rat. 
I'm going to beep that C word. But yeah. He's no, a he's, he, he gouges eyes and yeah. he says awful things that make players cry. Cry. That step over and the line. Like, he definitely crosses the line every week. But so. you can't grab someone's balls. Uh, I think, Duke, if you're listening, you can. No, you can't. You can you grab can, my you balls. Can grab you can grab Tom's balls. That's the other thing. All week in the media, this is the maturity of... This is the feedback I've seen yeah, in sure. the maturity of the AFL and why it's the... It's a, it's a trailblazer in maturity. Yeah. Is every show's gone, oh, you can't grab someone's balls. <laughs> like Eddie Maguire, oh, I can't grab someone's nuts. Well, sure. Everyone's been like, it's a hard topic to talk about. Yeah. And then the feedback in like comments has been, yeah, nothing there because you got no dick. <laughs> like, that's the feedback that the sure. AFL is kind of working at. Yeah, totally. Uh, but then there's also, they can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about that. Phil, you need to talk about some, uh, the nuts? Yeah, sure. Some other great news, Tom. All right, let's this has it. just come through and we haven't replied to this yet. All right. We got a DM from okay. a little place called, uh, we had a little place called Tasmania. Mm-hmm. And cool place. it's a very exciting message, Tom. They, it's from the Tasmanian State League Instagram account. Oh, yeah, cool. 7,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Looks legit. Yep. This is exciting. And it starts very exciting, Tom. Okay. Hey, Broden and Zach. Yeah. I think they're talking about you. Yeah, about potentially. Love the pod and bouncing with pills. Yeah. We are putting some videos together for celebs and influencers reading out rounds of votes for the TSL's the Tasmanian State League's oh, yeah. Alastair Lynch medal okay would you be keen on recording a short video mm-hmm. reading out the votes for a round oh yeah will be part of a pre-recorded package let me know your thoughts I think we should get Zach in for that yeah because <laughs> Zach loves football he does and loves he does like Tassie um I can't wait to do that. Yeah, that'll be fun. What are we going to read out? Tazzy stuff. I guess we're going to do a round of players we've never heard of. We've arrived. Yeah. And I can't, I'd love to be in that room when they go, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't know what this is. <laughs> 100%. But it's a, it's a heartland and deserves a team. 100% couldn't agree more. Tom, it's time for Mailbag. Oh, great. What's the Mailbag from? Here we go. There is a one. Yeah. You want to write one? You, you've been playing something for mailbags, like doing it, doing it, and some. Nah, I usually, I, you know what I did one week is I put like quirky, funny music in, like boop, 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 yeah, boop, 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 boop. and I sort of like that, but then I got over it. Let me let me go back and see what you did last week for the last mailbag. Sure. Did we didn't do mailbag last week? We did no, yarns. We did yarns yeah, with Mars. We're gonna do mailbag um, bi-weekly. Does that mean twice a week? Yeah. Fortnightly. Mans with Yarns. We're going to do Yarns with Mans fortnight and we're going to do Mailbag the other fortnight. Oh. You see? Like it. How's the email account going? That's all right. A lot of people send in a lot of rubbish and I really appreciate it. But the topics to actually discuss on the pod are few and far between. I want you to know I read it all. <laughs> That's a lot. I roll in my bed and I read it all. Yeah. I'm waiting for Kevin Bartlett to break some news. Sure. Give me some of this stuff. Okay. I thought we, I was waiting to hear my theme song. Here it is. All right, so this is a great email and just a good excuse to rev up the Sydney show that's not selling as well as I would have liked. What is it at? Uh, 118 out of 300 or something. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with it, but Adelaide sold 150 in like half a day. Yeah, because they want to get down to the Villies. Yes, they want to come down. And now a lot of people in Adelaide are upset they missed out on tickets, so... 
That's something to think about. Bad luck, Adelaide. We're going to do Adelaide Oval next time, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Right. And I want to play, every time I make a joke, I want Sex on Fire to play after it. I got a, a few mailbags about that. Tex on Fire. Tex on Fire. That's really Adelaide. Yes. That's the most Adelaide thing I've ever heard. Yes. Tex on Fire. This comes from Hayden. I, I imagine a tech person on fire. This tech is on fire. Oh, yeah, sure. That's kind of funny. I'm itching to come to your live show in Sydney, but I'm worried the live show is going to clash with the Swans versus D games Fair. at the SCG the same weekend. Now, Broden, we thought of this, did we not? No. We did. Uh-huh. So we scheduled our podcast. So it's an early Friday game. Oh, and then you would go to the game. We're going to go. So if it's a Friday night game, we're going to go together. We're going to walk over. So we're going to do the pod at 6.30? I put I put out there, right? Yeah. So say there's 150 people end sure. up coming, right? That. That'd be great. Yeah. Picture this. Yeah. Swans fans, Melbourne fans are walking in. Yeah. Then there's just group of people dressed in sort of blue and yellow, <laughs> which is the podcast colours, yeah. maybe a bit of orange. Yeah. They just start throwing haymakers. Yeah. <laughs> they just start throwing haymakers. Yeah. What it, what it, that that's on all the news. Yeah, totally. We'd we become front page. We, we're on the front of the Daily Telegraph. Yeah. We're Robbo and Gary. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that's sick. So the idea is if it's a Friday night game, which is looking unlikely, then we'll do the pod 6.30 to 7.30ish and then we'll all walk over to the G together. That's now, if it's a Friday night if game. It's a Friday, if it's a Saturday, Saturday game, then we'll just enjoy the pod, knock off. We'll see you at the footy tomorrow. Will we stay? We'll stay for it, yeah. That'd be great. It'll be fun. Um, if it's Sunday, we'll probably just go home. Yeah, there we go. I've got a child. Okay, yeah, stuff. we can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't be, Saturdays are worrying. Yeah, can't be staying a few days. I think. Know? I think Sydney crowds like a like a twilight Saturday. Yeah, I've got a feeling it'll be like a four thirty five Saturday. But I can't. Yeah, if Sydney are out of it, are Sydney out of it? Yeah, they they will be. I think. So it's just as Sydney's interest is waning, they're not going to play. We just come in there like like um, who's the guy on the skates? Uh, Aaron Gox. No, no, the one who won the gold medal. Oh, who was that? Yeah, that guy. I keep wanting to say Matt Shervington because he replaced David Koch. Bradbury. Stephen Bradbury. We're going to pull a Bradbury and get that sweet Sydney intel. Great. Okay. Well well addressed, Tom. What's the next mailbag? Okay, this comes from Aaron. Gox? No, from someone. Sandalins. Who we won't dox. Neither. If he says he's nine foot tall, then we know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, this person wants an update on my Supercoach team. They oh, say, really? I feel it's been far too many weeks since we've had an update on your Supercoach team. Tell Tom, us about it. how's your team going? How's it going? How's your actual team going? So, how is my actual team going? So, I'm sitting at rank 7,400 out of 190,000. Very disappointing. Hit 2,685 last week, which was a high score for me. Mm. I think the thing I've got going for me is I've still got four trades in the bank, Brendan. Okay. A lot of players at this point of the year might only have one or two trades, so I might be able to afford some luxury trades in there, you know? Oh, true dog. Yeah, team's worth about 14 mil. Hoping for a top 2,000 finish at this point. Okay, is that bad or good? How many people are playing? 190,000. Oh, so 2,000 would be very, very, very good. It would be very good. I think I've, I've, I've timed it right and I'm well-placed, I think, is what I would say. Wow. Yeah. Who's your best player? Tim English is the best player. You don't have Max Gorn? Uh, no, I don't, because he was while he was playing with Grundy, he didn't score too well for quite a while. Wow. So I've, I've gone for the Tim English and the uh, 
Mason, no, not Mason. Who plays for St Kilda and is a tap ruckman? Don't know. Yeah, they're great. But he's in your team and you love him. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question is. Yeah. Should we get for a Wednesday chat mm. a super coach expert on? Sure, but you've got one right here, and we never discuss super coach. <laughs> but nah, there's probably players who are better than me, but not many. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're, but like. Should we get someone from Supercoach to oh, talk? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that'd be great. You know, I'd love that. How do I do that? So, my best finish is 80, and I regularly finish top 2,000. I'd say there's not too many players out there that Isn't that someone that. who follows this, like, top two or something? Oh, or? They might be this year. I'm just saying consistently if, for 10 years. If or, you are above Tom, yeah. reach out and show proof. Well, um, Lucy's partner is, like, 50. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Lucy is a girl we went to uni with. You've yeah. got to give context, Tom. <laughs> you can't just say Lucy's what husband. <laughs> Lucy's a lady we went to uni with. Yeah. Great actor. Great actor. And um, her husband is, follows this podcast. Yeah. And he's what? He was doing really well. And like, where is I, he? I'm not sure where he's at now. But if you are better than Tom, if you are in the elite, the top 2,000, if you're in the top 1,000 and you're listening to this, we want to... Maybe we should get like five of these dorks on. Yeah, I mean, we you, got... You're a dork, another dork there, two over here, and we dork it up. And I bring in some twisties. Yep. Um, what else do you guys like? Donut King donuts or yep, something? Yeah, love Donut King. Maybe some... Um, I don't know. What else do you want? Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Love Dr. Pepper. Play Magic Gatherer the Magic, or what do you call it? Magic Gathering? Magic the Gathering. Yeah, would you like to play that? Yeah, I'd love that. So in our... We have a footy with bro group, right? Who do? We do. What? And in that group... Hang on. Oh, the, the, a super coach. coach. Okay, I thought you had a private message group. No, I wasn't involved. <laughs> no. Um, I'm 14th. So there's 13 listeners to this podcast that are better than me. Are you year. kidding me? Yeah. So the top uh, in our group, the footy with bro group, Drum is Moose's Masseuses, which is Nicholas, and he's rank 107 overall. That is incredible. That's yeah? pretty good. Yeah. We've got three in the top one in the top 1,000. So I'm, I'm going to buy some Donut King <laughs> and we'll get some Dr. Pepper and we yeah. can put on like Lord of the Rings or something you guys like. Yeah. And we can we can chat it out. Yeah. I love that. But they probably all have jobs, yeah? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So we got some asked sort of to go on collection. some... On, what is the Supercoach podcast we got asked to go on? I don't know. We got asked to go on Jock... Something. Jock Reynolds. Okay. Is he Super, good? Well... He, when I first got into Supercoach, that was like the website you would go to, Jock Reynolds, you know, mm. for like tips and news and stuff. Yeah. And they've got a very great podcast. Well, I can't go on that because I don't, it makes me feel, yeah. makes me feel like I'm in year eight maths yeah. having a panic attack, I, Tom. They emailed me and they said, do you want to come on? And I said, yes. And they sent dates and then I didn't get back to them. Ah, uh, that's classic Tom. Yeah. But it's because he's composing. I was busy, guys. As Tom put it, he's up there with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Is that what you said? <laughs> no. I said... You were talking about how Hans Zimmer likes to use lots of different You said you're musicians. Hans Zimmer. You're better than Hans Zimmer, yeah? And you said, Hans Zimmer uses lots of musicians now. I said, yeah, he's like me in the way that he gets in the best person for the right job. And, then and someone, what I meant was... Someone went on the Reddit and put a, fo- put a photo of Hans Zimmer composing and replaced it with you with a nippy. Yes. What I meant was he's become a producer, like in the way that I'm a producer. And yeah. my job is to get the best vocalist for a track, get the best guitarist for a track, yeah. get a drummer in and record the drummer and then put it all together. You're a renaissance man. That's uh, yeah. like, you know, Da Vinci or one of them didn't do anything. I, I, I believe the Sistine Chapel is paint by numbers. <laughs> That's literally what it was. So he did the outline and then like 10 painters went in and filled it in. There's like, there's people who just, I have this idea, you go and do it. I think Tesla or... Tesla or the other one? Who's the other one? Graham Bell? Didn't do shit on the light bulb. Yeah, it was right. kind of like a bit of a musk. 
yeah, situation. Yeah, so you know, like I invented the electric car, but yeah. did you? You know what I mean? But the Sistine Chapel would have taken like 500 years or something to do yourself because it's just so big. Yeah. yeah. It's like Alistair Clarkson. How much actual coaching is he doing? You know well, what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at all the great assistants he's had. Or is, is, is Fagan's coaching paint by numbers? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Potentially, yeah. That's my question. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, so they're the mailbags. Oh, that was only... I've got so many more. Give me more, give me more, give me more. so many more, mate. Call me Britney Spears because I'm asking you to give me more. All right, we won't go... I won't do too many more because I want to talk about stats really quickly. Hey, by the way, happy Ruck ruck Round. Oh, of course, Ruck Round. The Fox Footies Ruck Round promotion. Rowan Marshall. Is what? The Saints Ruckman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been bad on Ruck Round to not know... (laughs) The singular Ruckman. Ruckman. Who's your favourite Ruckman of all time? Uh, Probably Max Gorn, I'd say, yeah. Yes, he is... He is the goat of this century yeah. in rucking. And yeah, no, I am saying he's better than Sandilands. You know what I just realized? I've known like... He's better than Dean Cox and Aaron Sandilands. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. But I've known like in real life, like only like two or three footballers my entire life, right? Mm. You and know, two of them, known, yeah, re- no. like known them. And like they're both met, ruckmen. Met Luke, Luke Loudon, you both know. Both ruckmen for Hawthorne, who didn't get to play that much in the end. Yeah. You knew, well, I think most ruckmen you never hear or know about, <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly, yeah. It's just they're tall people who don't really like football, yeah. but they get paid <laughs> upwards of 200 grand for about five years at yeah. something they don't really have any interest in just because they're tall. Yeah, it's pretty good Which is, sounds great. Yeah. But then the payoff is you're never comfortable on a plane or in a bed. Yeah, totally. Unless you get like one of them fancy beds. Yeah. A king is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, okay. All right, two quick ones. So this one comes from Gav. Very confusing Mailbag from Gav. Gav. Hey, boys. Love the pod. That's great so far. I love to hear that. Yeah. I heard your chat with Charlie Clawson today, and you briefly discussed how awesome the Fox Footy theme song is, and that it was discussed on a previous ep. By any chance, do you remember what previous episode you guys discussed the song? Now, Broden, I can't remember ever discussing the Fox Footy theme, can you? We discussed it for like nine episodes, and we remixed it. Yeah, and if you go to our YouTube channel... Yes. The finished product is there. We remixed it. And it will. if you're just listening to that, yeah. you'll be like, oh, this, why have they done this? This makes yeah. no sense. Why is there a disgusting. And <laughs> if you go back and listen to like the first 20 episodes of the podcast, <laughs> yeah. it was a work of love by about 19 people yeah. giving suggestions and yes. feedback. It is a work of art. So do you know Gav- what I st- do you know what I still back. want to do? I still yeah. want to do that full... We did a little mashup on our TikTok, but just the rapping and the Fox Woody song. As oh, a, yeah, as yeah, a, yeah. I want to do that because I think that there's a cul- culminate... How do I find that very quickly? The Eagles. The uh, the um, Just that pure, the pure one we did. The pure one we did. I think I only put it on TikTok. Is that right? I think we might have put it on Instagram too. Yeah, right. I'm going to play it because I love that. I think I think our fun meme one is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I have a really soft, genuine soft spot in my heart mm. for the one that's like a pure version of the We Love, We Love football. Mm-hmm. Um, here it is. It works perfectly. Yeah. With Charlie Clawson's beat in there as well. Yeah. But then when it culminates in the chorus, it's incredible. <laughs> We're staying to the chorus. Straight down the meadow. Here it comes. Oh, 
Like, dissonant, similar key, not quite, but it's good enough. I think it's incredible. We love, we live football. Hey, we love, we live football. Dope. Love yeah, it. I think we make that a whole song. All right. That's a passion project of mine to make you do. I'm much like Tesla. Yes, you are. Or uh, Musk. Or Hans Zimmer or Tom. <laughs> right. A quick one from Joseph. Said, uh, this is a statement. I just thought this was funny. I'd like to read this for you. Well, you gave me a statement before. Was it about um, chips or something? Or Yeah, probably. From my book? Oh, yeah, from your book. Just tuned into SEN to listen to the talk back about Buddy retiring. Mm. And Dueno is talking about AI umpiring and coaching, AFL. And some C word rang in and asked about Jaden Stevenson's role at North Melbourne. I hate it and love it here. So the day day that that Lamb was the greatest footballer of the modern century retired. Yeah. (laughs) Dwayne's talking about AI, which (laughs) most embarrassingly I was listening to. Yeah, right. So you you can relate to what Joseph And I was like, this is fascinating. (laughs) Because it's a guy who works in AI. Yeah. um, And he's looking at coaches bringing in AI. And so when you're coaching a game, artificial intelligence can tell you what the other team's doing strategically, what you can't see at that moment and tell you what you need to do in that exact moment. Yeah, that's cool. That's cutting edge. Cutting edge shit. Here's one from Isaac that really puzzled me, and I want you to help me work this one out. Mm. Hey, guys. Fun fact from over here in Perth. Fans have started, call, uh, have started calling Jaya Miss Nev as a result of his incredible goal-kicking ac- accuracy. Love it. You don't get it? No. You don't get why they'd call A great Amos, goal-kicker Nev. Amos Nev, you never get, you don't get that <laughs> at all. No, so I brought it to you. Never miss. Jaya miss. Nev a miss. Never miss. <laughs> never misses. Never miss. Why don't you call him Never then? They call him Nev. Nev a miss. His name's his last name's a miss. Right. Never miss. <laughs> I get it. Very good. That's very clever. Well, we done, just Isaac. saw in real time. That's the TikTok. <laughs> Is you sitting there, going, "Why do they call him Nev? Yeah, a miss. Never miss." <laughs> and then like a little clock Yeah, going on. a little ticking That was really good I, I love that that's The way that played out Alright, two more And then we can do the stats If you're feeling Otherwise we don't have to Please, please This is from Jake Hi Jake This is another just statement For you to respond to mm. G'day guys He said Did you put an accent on that? <laughs> I didn't mean to <laughs> G'day guys What you were G'day guys <laughs> Just remembered something From when I did a week of work experience On Seven's game day as a kid they solely refer to old mate who does the voiceovers as Big Balls. Thought you should know. His name... Yeah. ...is... I know, I looked it up recently. I was going to try and get him on the podcast. His, he hasn't... He has a name. His nickname is Big Balls. Yeah, probably because of his deep voice. That's probably yeah. why they've done that. I think that's really funny. But his real name is Rod Mulliner, I think. No, yeah, right. I think I've made that up. <laughs> All right, Google um, <laughs> it is. It, his name is Rod Mulliner. Yeah, great. And he's got a very deep voice. He's like, the Port Adelaide power. Yeah, right. And uh, I, 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 I want to voice off with him. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some stats really quickly. Please buddy. give me the stat. What, what, oh, should I do the song? Sure. This is Starman by David Bowie. Should I just do it to this instead? Sure. <laughs> Wait, I'll cut stat man. Wait, Wait. here we go. 
<laughs> I did the wrong one. Oh well. There's a stat man waiting in the sky. He wants to give you statistics, <laughs> but he thinks you'll blow our minds. There's a stat man waiting in the sky. He told us not to blow it, but you know it was worthwhile. He told me, let the children lose it. Let the children. That was good. That was very good. Right. So, I've been meaning to bring this up for a while, right? So, yeah. let's just preface that because we've had a busy few weeks of podcasting. So, you were talking about, you asked the people out there, what is the best draft pick statistically? Yes. Because you were saying one is not necessarily great. So, someone on Reddit did some graphs for us. Oh, graphs. As in like sort of Banksy? No, like as in mathematical Oh, graphs. I see. Okay. So... First is the best when it comes to average games played and Brownlow votes polled for any pick, which mm. is very against what we were saying. I then looked at taking the values the AFL gives to each pick, 3,000 for first, 502 for 36, and dividing it by the number of games or votes on average. This shows that first is about average and below average when it comes to votes and games, while 13 is pretty decent on both. I've got something to say when you're done. Okay. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, and we can talk further, but what he's saying the, is... I've got the perfect line to say. Okay. 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 I guess, um, okay. Just give me the back end of what he just said. Okay. Well, this, is, this is really good, by the way. So, pick 13 is potentially the best value pick. In English, lame brain. <laughs> so, let's have a look. So That was what it was. In, Eng okay. In English, dweeb. I love it. So, when you look at uh, average games by draft pick... Mm -hmm. Number one is clearly the best. So you pick one, we'll play the most games. Averaging about 160 games. Yeah, but not necessarily the best. No. Just okay. And then there's this little spike at 13 with an average of 120 and a little spike at about 29 with about 90, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Then if you look at Brownlow votes by draft picks. That's what we want to look at. It's also number one is the clear winner, but it's more skewed because it's like... Pick 5 has a huge skew. Pick 12 has a huge skew. 19 has a huge skew. Now, Brownlow draft picks. Brownlow votes by draft pick value. So, do you understand what he's done here? No, I feel sick. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, he's gone... You know how we have to have a, a system for how much each draft pick is worth now? Yeah. Like 3,000 yeah, points. Yeah, the points. I know the point structure. He's gone... Okay, so how many... Game, how many Brownlow votes per points per point? Oh, and that the winner is clearly pick 13. Lucky 13. So you might only pay 400 points for 13. Oh, so this is the money ball, yeah. So this is the money ball. So and when you okay, well, one that's, is very low. So when we're talking about West Coast, if we were if you we said the other week, West Coast, if we gave them pick four and pick 15, yeah, so that would 15 would not be worth enough, but by this. Actually, it's quite valuable. Well, yeah, it depends. So, one is about 0 0.0112. Pick 13 is the highest at like 0 0.018. So, this is Brownlow votes per point, I believe. Right. And then it looks like pick 22 is super low. Looks like no one at pick 22 has ever got a Brownlow vote. Wow. And then there's another, a, a few other skews. So, there's not any clear data there, but it does show that pick one, two, five is not best value if you assume the point systems are if the you correct just, If ranking. you just want a player who plays a lot of games, pick ones for you. Yeah. But if you want a star, yes. a guaranteed star, and it never fails, mm. pick 13 is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And then he also did a graft for 
the same draft pick by value for games. Um, and that is de- that is increasing returns the lower you pick. Can I say something? Mm. I'm not a maths guy, but what I'm hearing is if you gamble, put your life savings on pick 13 from the draft this year, yeah. winning the Brownlow next year. Yes, I think that's correct. He's a stat man. Yum dum dum dum. He's a bloody little scat man. He's a scat. He's a scat man. Dum 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 dum. Here is a bon dum dum dum. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. And so on. All right. So the next bit of stats we're going to talk about. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Well, Well, let me do it again. Oh, well, you want to do it again? Here's some more scat, Statman. So this is an email from Oliver, right? Now, do you remember like eight weeks ago, you set out your parameters to work out whether commentators are biased? Or yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to create the first champion data for whether a commentator is. No, not even. Not even judgment. Just there, yeah, there's their here's stats. Here's the stat. So Oliver is a statistician from Canberra, and he went and did three <laughs> games for you. He hang on, did he really? Yeah, he did, and that's I've been trying to bring it up with you for five weeks now, and we just haven't found time because we've got a really difficult pod. That's incredible, Oliver. Yeah, so he did three games. He did Sydney Western Bulldogs. Wow. He did Melbourne Brisbane. And he did Gold Coast St Kilda. This is a statistician from yeah. Canberra. And they're, it, they're the best ones. It's full on, Braden. Like, there's so much stats going on here, and there's three. Three is, pages of stuff. Like. This is incredible. Can you, how how long do you think this is going to take? Well, I think what we could do is he made some notes. Okay. Now, now we, it's a bit relevant because we don't remember what the fuck he's talking about because it's so many weeks ago. I think we read his notes and then do you remember the Melbourne-Brisbane game? Yes. Okay. Then we could focus on that one potentially. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a top line so that it's perfectly cuttable for TikTok. Sure. We had someone go out and do statistics on whether a commentator is doing a good job or not. Yeah. And that's going to, okay, now you read this and then someone's going to edit this. Not me. <laughs> Obviously, only three games in it, so it would be foolish to draw conclusions from the stats. Yes. Having said that, here are my key takeaways so far. Wow. Phil Davis was surprisingly biased towards Sydney. Wow, because he plays for GWS. Yeah. The Thursday night Channel 7 call team, Hamish and Alistair Nicholson, were much more positive with their comments than the Friday night team, BT and Brayshaw. Wow. Okay. Richo was the least positive person overall, although all special comments people were less positive than callers. Special comments people were less positive than the commentators. Interesting. BT and Derm were most confident in their ability to be funny. <laughs> Montagna was the com with the most voice raises, but he was calling the game on his own, so Brayshaw was the loudest of the others. Because remember, you were like, yeah. the way they raise their voice is a metric. Yes. Montagna had the biggest bias differential towards Gold Coast against St. Kilda. But maybe this is normal when a team wins easily. Okay, yeah, you need yeah, more yeah. data. Yes, yes, okay. yes. That's incredible. This is incredible. So let's talk about Melbourne versus Brisbane. Give me the top line of it, Broden. Do you remember it? No, uh, I left. <laughs> oh, is that that game? Is yes. it? All oh, right. Uh, so I wasn't, look, I, I watched it back. Yeah. And I remember... What do I, I remember Hamish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't remember. Okay, give me the top line. All right. So basically, there's like a lot of info here, yeah? Mm-hmm. So we had we had Brayshaw, BT, Nathan Jones, Richo, and Abby. Okay. Okay. Now, if you look at the positive home comments, which is Melbourne, Brayshaw had 23. Well, let's just 
Let's just do BT maybe. Okay, let's maybe do BT. Maybe let's just do BT. Okay, because that's the one everyone has the questions that's about. That's the one it? everyone has the questions about. So home team is Melbourne. So we've got to remember that. It's important. Okay. So positive home comments, 14. Negative home comments, 5. Ooh. Positive away comments, 19. Oh. Negative away comments, 7. Mm, more to say about Brisbane across the, across yeah. the board. Positive home adjectives, he had 15. Yeah. Negative home adjectives, only two. Also known as adjectives. Positive adjectives. Positive way adjectives, five. Zero negative away adjectives. So wow. he didn't use a negative adjective about Brisbane the whole game. Adjective, yeah. Adjective. I can't say Adjective. That. All right. Bias. Here's the results. Net home balance, 25 positive. Net away balance, only 18. The balance differential was seven. So he was biased towards Melbourne. Wow, he was biased to Melbourne. In, by an 80% swing. Well, then I have to come out and say, and this is the value of this stat, mm. I'm sorry, BT, I was wrong about you. Yeah, and then he has, he's done the style, the umpires, and the waffling, which I'll just cover quickly. So he said he had 38 voice raises, which is interesting because Brayshaw had 47. So come well, on, BT. Yeah, no, Brayshaw is the probably the league. He's the Tom Mitchell of yeah. voice raises. So BT had one clanger, zero wrong players, one Oliver, word. this is incredible. Yeah, I know. One word play. Six neutral analysis or color. And then one last name only. Okay? Wow. Umpires. Question the umpire pro home. He asked three times VT. So he gets a big Yeah, he loves that. Three. He's the league leader in that. Question umpire away only once. So total umpire questions four. And Brayshaw did four as well. Oliver, this is incredible, man. Yeah, this is funny. This is, this is. We're just scratching the surface here. We did two other games, and he did every commentator. This is worth going into. So banter attempt one. <laughs> okay. Attempt to be funny eight. Who had so, that BT? BT. So Brayshaw had one attempt to be funny, and Nathan Jones, Richo, and Abby had a grand total of zero. zero yeah. But BT had eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about self zero. Talk about past plays zero. But Brayshaw had one. So bad, Brayshaw. Long stories, BT had one. <laughs> hyperbole, two. Hyperbole, sorry. Yeah. Two. What does that mean? What was your thing about hyperbole? I definitely didn't write hyperbole. I think it's that song by Tool. <laughs> um, Hyper hyperbole him... is okay too. It, it is yeah. to exaggerated statements or claims not meant to be taken literally. Right. Okay. So BT chucked two of them in there. Okay. Yeah. And then mention other sports, zero. Oh yeah. No basketball backgrounds. So that's all of BT. Now we could look at just, he's also gone in, who's who's sending this email again? Oliver. Oliver's just gone in and done a total for that game as well, which we could work for too to, to quickly as yes, well. Yes, let's do those. Okay. So Melbourne versus Brisbane. In total, positive comments for Melbourne, 118. Negative comments, 37. Wow. For Brisbane, 55 and 7. So wow. he gets very biased to the Melbourne team. They talked about Melbourne all night and didn't talk about Brisbane. Yeah. Um, but like you had, Melbourne had 37 negative comments and Brisbane only had seven. Yeah, but they were talked about more. Yeah. It makes sense though um, because, you know, Melbourne bias, Vic bias. Yeah. So the net home balance is a positive score of 74. Net away balance is 66. The difference is eight. 
Okay. So when you look at how many negative versus positive, Melbourne's, the difference is Melbourne's only eight. plus eight. Yeah, which is not huge. In not the huge end. difference. Yeah. There's impartiality there, and I can respect yeah. that. I'd love to see this done in a Collingwood game. Yes, <laughs> if we could, Oliver. If you could do, obviously, statisticians in um, Canberra don't have much to do. So <laughs> we need to hire a fleet, a yeah. fleet of these statisticians. These, so these stat mans. The only other thing that I really noticed that was funny mm. was the Gold Coast and Kilda game had 15 attempts to be funny in it, which is a huge outlier. What game was that, sorry? The St. Kilda Gold Coast game. Yeah. Had 15 <laughs> attempts to be funny by, wow. the, by the calling team. Okay, that's great. Is so, that, yeah. Look, I reckon predicted Dermot Broughton in that game. Is that fair? It was. In that game, it was Montagna, Kingy, Derm, and Lynch. Yeah, it was Derm. I reckon Derm did most of them. Dermy had nine negative away comments as well. Fair. So, he was bashing St. Kilda all Sounds afternoon. like Dermy. And then attempt, he had eight attempts to be funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Classic Dermy. And he also talked three times about past players and mentioned another sport. Wow. <laughs> this is incredible. We got to post this somehow. I don't know how to do it. Like, it's a bit beyond me because it's like an interactive spreadsheet and that. Yeah. But it's great work. Sorry we took so long to get to it, Oliver. I've been trying to been trying to get to it, but we've yeah, had no, so much I, great news to I'm cover. I'm anti-information. I vote Trump and I'm sort of anti any sort of research or science <laughs> or anything like that. That's a joke, by the way. Yeah, but um, he's done it in a great way where he's got all color in that. Um, yes. So that's um, the mailbag. Thank you, Oliver. Do another, do a Collingwood game for that's us. That's incredible. <laughs> shall we, tr- shall we, that, that, Oliver, I'm sorry it took so long. That is mind blowing. And if you like doing that, please keep doing <laughs> yeah. that. Um, and we encourage you all to do that at home. Yeah. Uh, you know what it's time to do? What's it time to do? Head down to the uh, research, the, uh, the waste management plant. Oh, yeah. Uh, also known as the tipping. <laughs> Tipping. 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 So everyone was talking all weekend because of all the upsets. They're like, Broden's probably got nine out of nine. Nope, I got a middling four. Yes. So well, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. You know what I mean? I got three. Shout out to our league leader, right? Talia right, now. She was one game ahead. Yeah. She's now two games right. ahead. Talia dominates, mate. In the bag. Talia got four tips as well. Okay, great. Yeah. And then Noah, J- uh, Wolby, JDS. Uh, Noah and Wolby got three, which was very impressive for that week. Some people in our... Max Goon mm-hmm. got seven. Oh, wow. Battered Sausage got seven. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, is seven the highest score anyone Max got? Max Gurn is 53 in total. Oh, right. And battered sausage. I didn't, there was no... I just added that little turn on the uh, sausage. Sure. He's 529, so battered sausage is useless. So, th- are they both trying to lose, do you think, as well? No, 53 is definitely not. Yeah, true, true, true. He's... that. That's... Well, that's I'm on 110, so they've got half as many right as me. So, if you got seven this week, you're a mad person. Yeah, totally. That's why I thought they were trying to get it wrong, but maybe they're just bad. And that worked out. Yeah. Um, I'm dead last and copying Broden's got back to got back to me, but I am, I'm ranked last. Yeah, great. By margin, you're still ahead on margin. I'm, a, I'm ahead Behind on margin. On margin. I'm, I'm a couple of hundred points ahead on margin. <laughs> yeah, great. Shall we get into the tipping? Because there's some good it. games this weekend. Yeah, I can't wait. Tomorrow night, we start with the Doggies Richmond. Yep. Do you give Richmond any chance? They no. looked awesome. I was genuinely afraid of them last week. Yeah, because you're a wa- loser, yeah. <laughs> I was watching that and going, this team is horrifying. I'm yeah. so... Their elite tackling pressure was horrifying. They just couldn't run with us at the end. And I think McWalter, McWalter, 
Minnie McWalter has a very good chance of being the next Richmond coach. I'm going to do something special because we're recording this on Thursday night. So, for the ins for Western Oh, Bulldogs, we got ins and outs. <laughs> Ed Richards, James O'Donnell and Liam Jones are in. Look, it's literally on the TV. <laughs> it says on the TV. <laughs> Alex Keith, Josh Bruce, Luke Cleary and Ryan Gardner are out. For Richmond, we got Jacob Bauer, Jaden Short, Noah Cumberland, Toby Nankov- Nankervis and Ben Miller is admitted. Dustin Martin's been managed. Reese Mantle, Sam Dusty's Banks and, out. Con- and Cochin. Dusty and Cochin are out. I think that's a tank. That's a that's a that's a that's a white flag, isn't it? Yeah, that's a tank. I, I'm sorry, but I think definitely Bulldogs are going to win. Then I, I I take your point. I've been hard on Richmond all year. I'm excited about Richmond. I think they're not nearly as bad as their form suggests. That is a tank. But you, you would hope managed. Why would they be managed? Yeah, two of their best players managed. I don't know if it's their best players this year, but historically, historically. <laughs> in their top ten of all time, probably. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that took all the fun out of that, didn't it? In a good way. Yeah. This is why it's good to have the teams <laughs> as we go. <laughs> the, the TV is literally reading what I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's hop on to the next one because, you know, doggies are just going to have a nice little run into the end of the year and topple tigers. I hope so. Topple them tigers. And then 145 at Marvel Stadium on Saturday. This game probably going to have similar to what the Matildas got in numbers. So Matildas mm. are breaking records. There's, yeah. Can I pivot for a second? Yeah. Matilda's something... S- historically, yep. me- people watch men's sport, don't watch women's sport. Yeah. N- not true anymore. Mm. The Matildas and the World Cup is destroying yeah. men's sport. Awesome. B- obliterating mm. men's sport. Four million watching it. That's crazy, isn't it? It, it, it? And if you look at the games, a crowd of people who you don't usually see at sport... Mm. If this continues, sport will forever be changed. Yeah. If Australia is shifting this way, even if it goes back to not being this for AFLW, obviously it won't. Not for a long time. It's incredible. Mm. Huge. Huge. Anyway, um, let's talk about something that's not as interesting as the Women's World Cup, which is West Coast Eagles versus the Bombers and Marvel. Should I read those ins and outs? Yeah. Why not? Ins. Elijah Tsatsas. Oh, is he debuting? Uh, I'm not sure. He's He's been injured. Oh, right. I don't know if it's a debut, but... That's huge. Yep. Um, Elwin Davy Jr. and Will Snelling are out. Okay. Jeremy McGovern and Josh Rotham are in. And Dom Sheed, Red Bazo, and Shannon Hearn are out. Great save. By mentioning these names, we should mention that a West Coast great Shannon Hearn is retiring. retiring. And I was very confused when he was retiring. Why? Because his nickname is Bunga. Oh, yeah, Bunga. And they just kept saying, Bunga is retiring. And I was like, who is this Bunga person? I was very confused. Well, we love Bunga. Yeah, we're big Bunga fans here. Um, he was the captain of a premiership site. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Um, so good on Shannon Hearn. Yeah. Oh, a shocking ending every year. It must be miserable, but at least you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's the most boring game I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to tip West Coast Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tip Bessemer. Saturday at 2.10. Yep. So unfortunately, you won't be able to watch the Bombers West Coast game at the same time as the Crows Suns game. You yep. have to pick one. Yeah, sad. And uh, it's Adelaide versus the Suns at Adelaide Oval. 6% only tipping the Suns, which is wrong. Mm. It is actually wrong. So it's saying here that Tukmila is out. He has been suspended. So that must be have come through or been official now. That's crazy. Is that actually what's happened? Well, it says on the app that Tuk's, Tuk's out. Tuk's out. Um, and for the Crows, we got Josh Rochelle coming back in and James Borlase and Jordan Butts is out. Luke Pedler's out and Roy Sloan is the sub. 
Tuke Miller banned by AFL for, 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 for controversial squirrel grab. There you go. He's out. Sad. Gold Coast has been left extremely disappointed after star co-captain Tuke Miller suspended for Saturday's clash. Very sad. From what I can see, it's one game. One game suspension. This is from Ben Water, Waterworth from Fox Sports reporting this. Um, wow. Okay. But that doesn't, as you know, that doesn't discount the Suns. No. I mean, Tuke was very, very bloody good last week on Lucky Neal. And it would have been great to see him do the same job on Jordan Dawson, friend of the pod this Instead week. Instead of squirrel grab, they should call it testicle grab. Because yes, it should. more accurately reflects what he's doing. Yes. Um, I'm probably going to tip the Suns. I think I'll tip Adelaide. Going over to Adelaide. I know I'm all for the boys, but... To beat Adelaide in Adelaide, that's where they play so well. I, I feel like it's unlikely. I hope I don't hear Tex on fire. I think he might kick a bag, but I hope he doesn't. You guys are in good form, just quietly. And Stephen King is a good coach. Yeah. We're just a bit up and down, you know? And that's a very hard assignment. Twilight game, 4 for 35. Melbourne Cricket Ground, ever heard of it? Hawthorne, Collingwood. Collingwood going to win. Mm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. What are their ins and outs? So they've got Ash Johnson and Bobby Hill coming in. Bobby Mason, Hill back. Mason Cox, gone. Oleg Markov, gone. Will Hoskin Elliott is gone because I think he was the sub last week. So that's very sad that Oleg Markov has been admitted. He might be the sub. Yeah, he, he probably will be. I Mason think he did sub a few Cox. times last year. It's really interesting when the media is calling something out and Collingwood didn't say anything and then it happens, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I, I think it was the right call, right? Like, 100%. He's not that great as a tap ruckman. He wasn't doing much as a forward. No. They stay. lost a game they should have won. Who's the ruckman doing better for them? Well, um, Darcy Cameron, is that yeah, his name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's phenomenal. I've got him in the forward line of Supercoach. Does very well. Um, Hawks have brought in a bunch as well. Go on. Harry Morrison, Jack Scrimshaw, Jacob Kaczynski and Ned Reeves. Ned Reeves, great big tap ruckman. Yeah. Cam McKenzie, Lockie Brumble, Bramble, sorry, Lloyd Meek, Sam Frost and Tyler Brockman. Oh my all God. In. Yeah. They're, most of them are managed. In fact, they're all omitted, oh except God. for um, is Sam that, Frost, who's injured. Is that a white flag? You know what? Well, that could be. I mean, the 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 ends are pretty good, though. Like, I think um, Scrimshaw and Kaczynski are pretty good. I think Reeves and, and Lloyd Meek have been battling it out yes. for the ruck. You know, like, I think, yeah, hard to say. Could be, though. Could be a tank. Saturday at 7.25, the night game, one mm-hmm. of the two night games, at GMHBA... Potentially game of the round, I think. What, why is Geelong favourite here? Geelong v Port. Why is Geelong favourite yeah. here? Because of where it's being played and because the other team is coming off three losses. It is a huge game. Didn't Geelong lose by 90 points down there last week or something? Yeah. To no, they, Fremantle? No, they didn't lose by 90 points. They lost by a goal. Well, I mean, under a goal. Against Fremantle over there. That's basically but not 90 90 <laughs> But <laughs> this is a huge game, right? Yeah. Because it means Geelong lose at home again. Or it means that Port lose four in a row. Mm-hmm. Four in a row. Yeah. Huge. It's This is not a... To win is a big deal. It's to lose is a massive yeah. deal. And can I tell you something, Broden? Yeah. The ins and outs are massive. Oh, well, let's hear them. Radigalee is back. But Blitzives and Hawkins are both out. So that's big. Oh. That is massive losses for Geelong. And then for Port, the captain, Tom Jonas, is finally coming in. As is Willie Rioli. Alir Alir, Francis Evans and Lockie Jones are out. Yeah, Can concussion. we talk about that quickly, Broden? Concussion. Did I or did I not put words in David King's mouth? 
Yeah, I know. He's listening and, and, and he's taking it all from you. Yeah. He's, me and him are the only ones who have said they should be stripped of draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> and they should be facing... You uh, are, David. You said a million dollars. Yeah. And he said draft picks. Well, I said a million dollars or, or draft compensation. And he said take premiership points off them. Yeah. And then you're like... It's true. He said if you take premiership points off them, they'll never do it again. Yeah. And that was my point, I think, or mm. what I was trying to say. Yes. No, fair enough. You were both very serious on it. Yeah, I, I, and I haven't really heard much about it, which is super disappointing. Like, oh, yeah, now nah, we stuffed up and there's going to be an investigation. I bet you it just quietly mm. goes away. And it's, look at what happened to Max Lynch this week. It's really fucking unacceptable. You tell him, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know who to tip. Oh, I'm going to tip Port for sure. I'm a believer. I'm like, I want Port to win. I, I If I had to choose a Premier out of not including Melbourne, out of Brisbane, Port, and, Jul- and and Collingwood? You're a Port Believer. I'd be a Port Believer. Power Believer. I, I think that would be so much fun. Wow. Okay, I'm going to tip them too by tipping Cats. And then the other game that night, which is the actual match. Do you know it's officially <laughs> not called the Battle of the Bridge anymore? It's oh, not officially they, they're that. they're over it? It's called the Derby or some shit. Oh, right. It's come some boring. But it is the Battle of the Bridge. How boring, huh? It is the Battle of the Bridge. Yeah. It is. Um, and this is going to be sick. Mm. It brings me great joy to see... 75% people tipping GWS. Yes. Finally, people Finally. wake up. The respect. Um, I, another thing. Yes, I'm just... Please. All the media bullshit all year was the Vic Bias bullshit of mm-hmm. where's Himmelberg going to go this year? There's no way he will yeah, stay yeah, at this yeah, boring yeah. team. There's Fair no way. Why would he? Why would this great swing defender forward stay at this team? I don't care about them because I live in Melbourne and it, it brings me no benefit. Mm. To talk about him staying potentially. He signed six-year deal, mate, yeah. today or yesterday. I hope he got paid too. Harry Himmelberg stayed with the best brand. Yeah. Best Guernsey. They are wearing their black Guernsey mm. this week, Tom. Black Guernsey, yep. the best one. Best song. Best young list. Yeah. Hugest, rippest coach. Biggest coach and best social media manager. Yeah. So, uh, GWS, some huge ins, Braden. Oh, uh, Jesse Hogan and Tom Green. Oh. You can't get much better than oh. that. And Cadman and Isaac Cumming and Ryan Angwin have been admitted to Cadman. Cadman got dropped. Uh, yes. He Number one draft dropped. pick got dropped. Yeah. And then for Sydney, we've got Aaron Francis and Tom Hickey coming in for Dane Rampey, Justin McInerney, and Lance Franklin. Aaron. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Aaron Francis and Tom Hickey. Tom Hickey's great. Yeah. It wasn't great in the grand final, but he's a good uh, journey ruckman in the week of ruck, ruck, the ruck round. The ruck round. Ruck Ran. Ruck Ran. Okay. And then the main event. Okay. Blundstone Arena. <laughs> 110. <laughs> yep. Hobart. Or what do you call it? Glen, Glen Ferry? Where is it? Blundstone yeah. Arena. No, but it's it's on like the, the, the where it is. is Bleb, Abbas, Hobart. Palawa. Aberfeldy. Aberfeldy. What's it like? It's Bell Reeve. It says here Blundstone Bell Arena, Reeve. Palawa. 2% tipping north against Melbourne. Melbourne versus North Melbourne. Three Melbournes, one North. You know what I mean? Kangaroos versus Satan. Yep. Here's the thing, Tom. I'd love to hear it. Here's the thing. We're equal on percentage with Brisbane Lions. Yep. We need to, unfortunately, welcome back Alastair Clarkson, who is now the coach again after a uh, a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. We need to pump this team by 300 points. At least, yeah. We need to get the forward line finely tuned machine. Yep. We need the midfield to start firing. Max Gorn just getting his shit all together. Yep. Back line, get your, you you hemorrhaged 98 points last week. Let's sort that out. Mm-hmm. We need to pump them by a We need to hurt this young team very, very badly. I don't think you will. 
Um, um Braden, just quickly. We need to hurt them. And I'm for, I'm feel bad about it, but we need to hurt them. I'd do it. Um, did we give our tips for GWS Sydney? No, I, I sort of just did it. I there's no. Who do you think I'm tipping, Tom? Are you tipping Sydney? Yeah, yeah. I think GWS. Um, some interesting ins and outs. Now, obviously, for Sunday we have extended lists. Clayton, Clayton next week. So Ben Cunnington, Charlie Lazar, and Tom Powell, no outs. Melbourne, Brody Grundy, Charlie Spargo, Michael Hibbard, Tom Sparrow. Taj Rewoden's been admitted. So only one of those will come in. But I imagine it's Spargo. Read me that list again. Brody Grundy, Charlie Spargo, Michael Hibbard, Tom Sparrow. I think it would be Spargo. That's how Sunday works, right? You get to list an extra five players? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three more. Three more and then, yeah, so only one of them will come in. could Could be Sparrow. It could be Spargo. It could be, I hope it's Hibbard. Yeah. I love Hibbert so much. It makes sense. We'll see who plays in the VFL. But Spargo, I know like what you were saying last week, and I, I value your opinion very much, but I feel like Goodwin's the sort of coach that'll bring Spargo straight back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next game, 320. Melbourne by 100 points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully 300. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. Um, not it's nothing against North. It's just we need this. Yeah, you do. Um, St Kilda, Carlton. Yeah, this will be a ripper. This is a this is a real this is a real hog snorter. Yeah. This is a real slobber knocker. <laughs> Saints versus Carlton at Marvel <laughs> Stadium, three twenty, Channel yep. Seven game. Carlton, best team in the world at the moment. Yeah, Saints starting to look a little bit better. Best game mm. they played in a while last weekend. Yeah, boring old game, but yep. you got to go Carlton, don't you? I think so. Who are their ins and outs? They've brought in Ed Kerno, Jackson Bins, Josh Honey, Sam Bins. Durden, Zach Fisher. Bins? In, ins. Oh, but Jack Bins, you said. Jackson you? Bins, yeah, that's his name. Um, Chair is out and Mitch McGovern's out. So that's a couple of nasty outs. Why is it hamstrings? Serious. Hamstrings. Yeah. Well, who, who's in charge of their hamstrings? It's getting pretty serious, that injury list now. Hamstrings. Um, and St Kilda's bringing in Bradley Hills. Uh, Bradley Hills. Bradley Hill, Jack Hayes, Max King, Tim Membre, and Zach Jones is injured. I predict Max King's back. Yes. Really? Well, he's in the extended list. So. Max King? Yeah. I thought he was seasoned. Yeah. Shall I Google it? Yeah. I genuinely thought he was out the whole season. Let's see. That's awesome if he's back. Yeah. St. Kilda Saints hopeful are over gun forward Max King's return for huge gun blue sky. Wow. I reckon he'll be a late not inclusion. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, give yeah. him one more week, I reckon. I think this is going to be a tight tussle that's really surprising on a Sunday afternoon that Carlton end up just winning. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I'll... I mean, it's funny because the Saints are in fifth and Carlton are in seventh. I mean, Charlie gave us some great intel on the life in St Kilda, mm-hmm. but I think that life's about to be ended. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to Carlton as well. And the depressing Sunday night late game. Oh, yeah. Not much here. <sighs> Optus. Optus Stadium, so it's Brisbane away versus Fremantle at home. Mm-hmm. Brisbane, Fremantle last week riding high. They downed the team that you can't beat at their home ground yeah. in, in Geelong. Now have to do it against Brisbane who can't play away from home. Mm. Tell me about this. I heard very much that Stephen King outcoached Fagan for four quarters last week. Well, I have no idea what's going to happen here, but I'm so excited that a 440 game is interesting. That's my main takeaway. True, like you're right. Like it'll be definitely. I, I think that Lions should come out and pump, but you're right. It could be closer than than what we think. Yes. 17 percent of people are giving Freo a chance. I'm tipping them. <laughs> yeah, I'm tipping Brisbane. Brisbane can't lose anymore because they're equal on third and fourth with us. 
So they need to win. Yeah. And they need to win by a lot. There's still a three-game gap between fourth and fifth, which they, is nice. Brisbane desperately need to finish top two. Yeah. So they get two games at home. Yeah, correct. They and that's, desperately need that's that. going to be difficult for them, for sure. They need to just win hard all the way home. Yeah. They've got a better percentage than Port, though, so... Holy hell. If Port lose this week and Brizzy win, then they'll be in second. Wow. Yeah. But then so the Ds would be around there too, though, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Then it opens up. So, yeah, if you win, yeah, yeah, totally. And you've got a better percentage than Port as well. So if Port lose, they could be down a fourth. Mm. And it'll be, four, more importantly, four losses in a row, which is you're out of contention. And then all of a sudden, the the Ken Hinckley sirens and everything. Yeah. Um, do you know what I want to hear a bit more talk about what as I look at the Fox footy TV about? that we're in, in our room? I want yeah. to hear more about Brody Grundy. <laughs> talk to me more about Brody Grundy. It says here he's set to miss another week, but he's been... Listed yeah. as a potential in. No, Goodwin said in this press conference that now he's playing on Fox Footy in front of us. He's like, no, he's not going to play this week. The yeah. truth of the matter is, right, he's not going to play again this year unless Gorn's injured. Yeah, right. Or if eight forwards drop down. That's the truth of it. I'm sad about that, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, hey, a good week of footy. Yeah, great week. It will not be as good as last week. Last week was the best ever. I can't... Let's just take a moment... To say how good last week Yeah, was. not a lot of DMs saying you're correct, guys. It was the best round of footy ever. Yeah. But they felt it and they knew it. They knew it. But then, I'll pro- I'll, you know, uh, statistically, half our audience's team lost. So they're sad about that. That's true. You know, no Collingwood people agree with that. No. Mm. No. Uh, Brisbane Lions supporters. No Brisbane Lions supporters. No Geelong supporters. No Geelong supporters. That was the end of their finals wishes. No Richmond supporters. No. No, no Bombers supporters. Nah. No. No. Carlton supporters because hey. trash team, why would you barrack for them? Shout out to Port Melbourne who VFLW team won the grand final. Oh, did they? Yep. Sick. They beat the VFLW Pies. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, good on them. Mm. Have a great weekend enjoying the football. We've got a big week for you next week. Our special guest, Wayne Kelly, is our, mm. is our Wednesday chat. Great. Let's see what he has to say for himself. <laughs> In the meantime, enjoy the footy and bounce that pill. Bulldogs have got what it takes to beat you. Whether Sydney's Bulldogs win 